Welcome to Scott and Manaz podcast. Not only is it 2022, but it's our 20th episode. And we're here in Venice, Italy, once again. I know we love your, the international aspects of our podcast, so here we are in Italy, in Conregio. And um, Manaz is here, and we are here with three very special guests, part of her study abroad class, and Julia, it's Rebecca, and Riley. And before we talk to them, Minaz, how are you categorizing this now? I think it's the fourth um, study abroad class from Manhattan College. Is it going well so far? Yeah, hi, Scott. Thank you for that introduction. I'm very pleased to be here in Venice, Italy again, the city that I love so much, the one that gives me so much passion, history, and intellectual thought. I'm here um, today, um, very fortunate to have a wonderful class of 12. We brace COVID. We are here. We're still safe. Um, And I just wanted um, these three uh, beautiful students uh, to talk about their experience in Venice uh, with the class. So, Julia, you want to start us off? (laughs) So, my first experience with Venice is my first experience with Europe. It's my first experience with a time zone shift and doing anything other than a traditional classroom setting where I'm in a one in a row with a teacher at the front giving a lecture and trying to scribble notes as fast as I can. Study abroad is something that I never thought would be in my personal experience, something that would ever be possible for me as not just a college student who, you know, struggle to get to college, but I'm also a commuter and commuters don't think of the traditional college experience as something that includes study abroad. So the fact that I'm here in Venice even speaking right now is sort of insane and not something that I'm, it's something that I'm struggling to get my mind around still. Um, But so far the city has been amazing. So amazing. Here's Rebecca. (laughs) So I'm Rebecca and um, This is my first ever study abroad trip, and I'm very grateful to be here. And the the subject that we're learning is um, Judaism and Islam and how, like, they influenced uh, Venice and its culture and history and now. And learning about Judaism and Islam and how it impacted Venice is so interesting because I never knew there was a, like, a past of different religions. I thought it was strictly... Um, a Christianity like um, place. I did not know that Judaism and Islam were so. Um, how do you say it? Like, yeah, impactful into the into the culture even today, and like seeing like artwork that's was inspired by the Ottoman Empire because the Venetians did trade with them, and they were the only European. Venice was the only European place that did trade with the your um, with the Ottoman Empire, and learning that the ghetto was first established in Venice. I had no idea. And I don't think if, if I had never taken this class, I don't think I ever would have that I, that concept, like learning that the ghetto was 
first established in Venice and how anti-Semitism is like very, very um, part of Venetian culture and was very significant back then um, and still is today and how it impacts like how Venetians look at their culture today. Yeah. And here's Riley. <laughs> um, hi. <laughs> I've wanted to take this with Dr. Afridi since freshman year <laughs> at Manhattan College. And now I'm finally here. And like Julia, it's my first experience in Europe, which I'm really excited about because Europe's something that really fascinates me, especially in my history part of my major. Um, and I'm really excited because I really wanted to take this class with Dr. Afridi. And that's pretty much the only reason that I came to Venice is because I just really like her. Um, and I've actually found out that I really like her whole family. And I wish I could be adopted. And I really that I have such a good friendship with Rebecca and Julia because I'm really happy to be here with them, too. I'm so happy that you guys are here because it's like I've, I've wanted to do this. And then I had to like with COVID and everything, I had to recruit individually myself to get people on this trip. And so I think that the mixed bag of people that I attracted to do this with me, it's just such a fun, like, it's just a fun experience because I really got like just kind of an intersection of my life in Venice. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you all to come. And honestly, thank you because my main convincing factor was that I was going to need somebody to pull me out of the canal. <laughs> and you've all stopped me from going in. So that's, I'm grateful. You know, I want to speak to this whole question of um, the first time in, in Europe because your professor, you know, she lived throughout Europe and so she had a different experience. So like you, when I was young, it was 1983. It was the first time I came to Europe. And when I came back amongst the flotsam and jetsam of the regular kids, I felt like I was different. You know, I felt like I'd seen things they never had seen. And um, I just want to get a um, perspective on you. Two slight things. I'll start with Julia. Whether you think you'll feel differently about your own community and when you talk to your peers you know especially at college what you'll say about your experience here I think definitely I'm going to be impacted because for so long you know just learning has been something that's like sort of abstract to me and this is my first time through the study abroad experience that you get to visibly see what you are learning it's not just your teacher prevent presents knowledge and you just take it on a dime it's you're learning and you're seeing and it's just so it just everything connects in a beautiful way that if you're a visual learner or you need to learn by quote experience or you're not you're a, a street smart person not a school smart person this experience is perfect for you because it's perfect for me and I think I identify as all those things and 
I know out of 12 students, I'm the only one that so like really has a unique experience in not being a residential student and not I genuinely I still live with my parents. I commute and I would love to see other commuters think that they don't even think that it's a possibility to study abroad. They don't even consider it. They to come to college, it's its own going abroad. To come to campus is to come to ca- campus at Manhattan College is like coming to campus at Venice. It's equally as abstract. So my one piece of advice that I would take back to me to campus is that if you have it within even if it's if it's a dream of yours that you didn't think could come true, make it come true and do the work because it's there for you. Although it's it seems like it's not, it is. So I grew up in a military culture. My father's military and I've lived all over the world and I've lived in very different cultures, but I never lived in Europe before and like coming here for two weeks and really immersing in myself in the culture, especially in Venice where like Venice is portrayed by the media as a place that you can stop by for one day, but coming here for two weeks and learning about like the really deep culture and history, especially with the religion of Islam and Judaism and how it's significantly impacts today's culture and history of um, Venice is really important. And I think like my military background and living in different cultures and already having that kind of like understanding of that the world is completely different from America um, in which like people who have lived in America their whole life don't have the opportunity to see and that's not their fault but like I had that opportunity to see different cultures and seeing like a European culture like Venice where it was impacted by different religions like like Islam and um, Judaism is so it was really insightful to me because I never would have expected it I had no idea there was such a Jewish presence in Venice um, same with Islam, like, and still seeing how, like, there's such a pushback with the Islam religion in Venice, um, especially comparing it to America, how, like, like, I see people who practice Islam every day, it's totally normal to me, and, like, seeing how that isn't people's norm is very insightful, because, like, you have to understand that this is the way they grew up, and, opening their eyes like would take more work than us living in America where religious freedom is more tolerated than how it is in Europe, especially in places like um, Venice and Germany and France where they have restrictions on religious like clothing and symbols like crosses and um, hijabs and um, other religious symbols or clothing that represent a religion that creates a kind of difficult conversation because religion has become a difficult conversation difficult conversation with people especially in Europe that they just don't want to talk about it but it's really important to talk about because it impacts today's culture and today's like how people work because and live because like it, everything is impacted by the past and by not like wanting to talk about it is kind of ignorant because you need to know that and you need to understand how how the history of how people live their life is impacted by today 
you know, like you need to understand, (laughs) you need to understand that like you have to see how people lived and that, you know, anti-Semitism is still very present today. Like back in high school, I had no idea anti-Semitism was a thing. Like I, I never learned why like Hitler was very um, anti-Semitic and very, um, he wanted, he was very, he believed in eugenics and that there was, should be one purified race. I had no idea why. And it's just, it's such a difficult conversation for people, but it's really sad that like it's become so awkward and hard for people and difficult to talk about because it's really important that people know this because then it breaks the barriers and the distinctions between us and understanding the distinctions like is really important because it brings us more together and more understanding and stops the I don't know like the the what's it called the stereotypes like yeah the stereotypes ever there's stereotypes about everything and just like talking sitting down and talking about it is so important because then you can break through those barriers you know okay here's right (laughs) um Hmm. <laughs> Hard act to follow. Um, I think it's really interesting, just for me, like a major takeaway and a major shift from being in Venice, is I've been in New York my whole life, and I honestly, in my whole life, have never saw myself being anywhere but New York, because it's such an, it's so different from everywhere else in the United <clears throat> States that I've ever been to. And I love that about New York, but then also coming to some place that is completely different from the United States and seeing how that is has kind of been a really big shift for me because in New York, I can have anything I want at 2 a.m., like any food I could get and it could be delivered to me. And it's just really interesting to see like a slower lifestyle that's like not as fast paced as what I'm used to because Especially for me where it's like, well, if I want to do something, I want to do it immediately. And I'm already not very patient. It's really interesting to see a community where everybody has like a level of patience and like slows down. Because honestly, it just it's so different from how I live my life. And I like that about it. But I also really want to stay in New York. Well, you know, you, you hit on something that we were talking about earlier, that uh, there's a sort of a category that Venice puts you in because it's such a unique city. For instance, you know, as an American, you can fill your car up with as much food as you want and take it home, and then you eat all that food and put it in a gigantic trash can. And there's a whole, you know, kind of expanse of like, uh, material reality that comes down to a, a very uh, singular and sort of um, personal way here in, in Venice where if you just, we, we had a, a nice get together the other day and that we couldn't just go there and get everything once. You had to go and, and, and come two or three times from the grocery store because you, you can only take what you can carry. And, and as I was saying to Manaz earlier, uh, the trash issue is a, is a very important one here because they're very interested in making sure everything is recycled, making sure everything is done properly. And, and there is trash every day, and that's why the streets are so clean. But it's managed 
very well, and and everyone pitches in, in that regard, and that definitely changes your mindset. It doesn't. Um, consumerism is not such a, a huge uh, impact here. It's a very different situation. So, now do you want some questions for your students? I'm sure you do. We actually have a questions. Um, thank you so. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Um, I guess you know, uh, someone who grew up reading a lot of literature in my life and reading Marcel Proust. Um, Marcel Proust said that traveling was not necessary unless you were self-critical. But if you're not self-critical, going to another country was the only way to make you self-critical. And I think that's what the voyage is about, is to look at ourselves in a different way, in a different context, different colors, smells, um, culture, food, um, different routines, not to have, as Riley said, you know, the services on your hand, not to be caught up in this silo, as Rebecca said, in terms of the impact of so much religion and culture. But you have to go outside of your country sometimes to understand what your country is about and who you are and what you have. And And as Julia said so rightly, that you know, some people don't have this opportunity and that it's always, always there for people. But we all have to work hard to make these, the, this a possibility. I mean, my study abroad class is people, my friends say, oh, you're so lucky you're living the lifestyle. And I'm like, it's really hard work. I'm constantly working. I'm constantly trying to do things logistically. But I'm also enjoying the fact that you three are here and having an experience. It's not just about me. So I want to ask you all a question, a final question, is what are you going to take, one thing you're going to take back with you when you get to New York? I know it's a tough, tough question, but Riley's ready. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, something that I'm going to take back is kind of more of an understanding of myself because alongside this trip, I've also had like a lot of texts about like responsibilities and things that I'm going to have to do when I go back home. And I think that this trip and things that Scott said to me, like starting my own podcast have kind of made me think more about like kind of where I want to see myself more critically because I think being at home, I have such a pressure about like finishing what my degree is and like kind of working on things that are more short term goals of things I want to accomplish. When I think that there's so many more things that are long term goals that I want to work on. And I also feel that, I don't know, I think that this gave me a really good perspective and seeing how other people are and kind of not even just other people in Venice, but other people that like are here on the trip with me. And it's kind of inspired me to kind of have more of a reflection on myself and focus more on, yeah, I'm going to be busy when I go back home. And yeah, I have a lot of on my plate, but working for things that are going to be rewarding experiences like this trip has been. So that's kind of what I'm taking with me. Okay, this is Rebecca. Um, so one thing I'm going to take back with me is 
understanding religion in a different way. I have taken religion courses back in the States. Um, and I, I learned about Hinduism and Buddhism. And that was so interesting, especially because like I, I've grown up in a very Catholic family. I was homeschooled Catholic. Um, I was like raised a very strict um, I don't want to say intolerant way, but it's very it's a very Catholic perception way. And learning about like Judaism and Islam and like actually seeing experience like experiencing it somewhere else besides New York because in New York like of course like I see Muslims and Jewish people and people of all different religions and like I'm like of course that's like I respect all religions of course um but actually I never really learned like I learned so today we had a lecture about Islam and I learned so much today I just never really had like I never was I never put myself in a position where I like learned about Islam and seeing how people were raised differently and how people in different parts of the world see the world like live their life compared to how I do is so interesting because I had never been in a position where I have to change my perception or change my view of how people live and like seeing how Judaism and Islam impact Venetian culture and Italian culture where Catholicism and Christianity is very prominent is really eye-opening because I just never really got that through my head that like there like other religions are like obviously Catholicism isn't the you know the top religion but I grew up in a very Catholic family and so seeing like other religions like Judaism and Islam and how they impact like Catholic led countries is so interesting because I never would have been taught that in my curriculum or like in Sunday school which is very (laughs) I never would have been taught that and I think it's so important now that people be taught that because it's really changed my perception on how the way life is lived and how culture is impacted and how history is perceived like the way history is perceived is so important and especially with whenever religion's involved it's even like it's so eye-opening and I'm really grateful that I got to experience this um experience this experience I don't know how else to say it I just like it's so I'm so grateful that I like my eyes have been opened um and I see coming back to New York like I'll definitely um be more I don't want to I don't know how to say it pay more yeah pay more attention like I just won't I won't be like oh okay like oh Muslim like islam like judaism like whatever i'll be like wow like like i'll pay attention to how that impacts the daily life like especially in my community i live in a very um how do you like uh my i live in a such a diverse community um and i just i never really thought anything about it i just accepted it like i was totally good with it but like i'll understand more how this community is based on religion and like culture of where their like their families are from really impacts how the daily life is and how my and how that impacts my life and i'm really grateful for that okay (laughs) 
Well, first I have to like agree and echo the sentiments of my classmates because I think they did a really good job <laughs> talking about the power that this trip has met in learning about a lot about ourselves as individuals, but also about religion and the power that belief systems really do hold in different societies across the world. But my one takeaway is a sort of, what's the word? Like one plus one equals two, like a combination of those two things in terms of culture, because it's something that like Riley had touched upon earlier, but also Scott that, you know, about the commercial commercial culture of America. And, you know, the United, United States is just a country of immigrants. And we hyper fixate a lot on our like individual like ties and our roots going back generations. But all together in the present, we have a very American culture of just, you know, of commercialization, but also like ignorance and getting to come and experience another country's culture and see you know something as trivial as just how they recycle or how they treat trash is just so eye-opening because we are fortunate and privileged enough to live in a nucleus of culture in new york city but there's a very different american experience that someone say in the midwest or someone down south is gonna have that's different that don't get to get a appetizer of what international culture is like where they live and where they grew up so getting to see a more broader uh, a different type of experience getting coming abroad seeing venice and how venice is different from other parts of italy too as well um the historical culture and development of it of venice itself is a beautiful thing because Culture is just so significant and it's so diverse, yet a lot of times it just gets what's the word, generalized, but you don't get to, you're not confronted with that general, those generalizations enough unless you take a second and immerse yourself and it's tempting to be a part of the tourist culture or, you know, the surface level getting your 24 hour stay in Venice, but getting to spend two weeks in Venice, learning about, you know, the other, all the different components that make up this, you know, small city that holds so much is really a case study of how you could look at every city, at every culture in the world. And it's something that I'm definitely going to take back to the United States when we go back. That's fantastic. It's really been our honor. I mean, I hope that, uh, you know, when <clears throat> Riley becomes a world-famous podcaster and, <laughs> yes. and Rebecca is a noted you know, physicist <laughs> and Julia is a governor of New York. Oh, that my the, God. <laughs> that they'll all remember this day, this early days of 2022, and uh, our reflections on what is a magical city, even if it's in decline, which, you know, maybe many people believe. Uh, but, I mean, it's, you know, I remember just today, the other day, just holding, a, touching a door and thinking that door is 500 years old and imagining that, you know, that the amazing history that happened between in terms of human beings in that time and um 
and having the opportunity here, you know, to just smell and feel and textualize history. But um, it's been it's been a fantastic podcast. Would you like to wrap it up, Minas? <laughs> I can wrap it up. I mean, for me, I think it's interesting because a lot of my colleagues um, question me and say, why are you going to Venice? What is it about Venice? Why don't you go to Rome? Why don't you go to Florence? Why don't you go to Milan? Why don't you go to Paris? Why don't you go to London? Um, I love all of those cities. But there's something very special about Venice. It's small. It's walkable, it's knowable. And coming here in the winter is the most amazing experience because I can take my students to restaurants, they can walk around freely, they can get into places, they're not, they don't have, they're no longer tourists, they're Venetians for two weeks. (laughs) And that's the wonder of Venice. And the other thing I just want to say about Venice is that I think Venice, to me, is not necessarily the beauty, but the under alleyway of Venice is what I love. And when all of the students and, you know, in the future, my friends who have just spoken talked about how they think of Venice and the experiences of religion and culture and and critical eyes is that it only takes a one small city uh, to show them that there's something different away from tourism. So if you're from New York, like we all are, you know that New York is not what people see of New York outside of New York. We know what New York is like. It's not the Chrysler Building. It's not the Empire State Building. It's way more. It's not Central Park, but it's the alleyways. The subway. The subway. The the people. The Bronx. Queens. I mean, we have so much to offer each other. And I think this is a way to do a class is to, to go to a city that's manageable. I don't want to leave Venice. I didn't leave Venice. We're never going to leave Venice. I wanted to stay in Venice. <laughs> in our mind. We're leaving our hearts in Venice. And, yeah. and I want to leave by saying I still do believe, as every tourist, as every person has ever said, it is the most beautiful city that I've been in. Riley wants to have their last word. <laughs> <laughs> Not the last word, but just the last thank you. Because this has been not only a great course, but a great experience. Because I think that, I mean, obviously, I've really liked, you know, every interaction that I've had with Dr. Afridi since coming to college. And I just think that this is kind of amplified because it's really nice of you to welcome us into your home and kind of really give it that kind of like friendship, neighborly um, collaboration of an experience because it's like you hosted us on New Year's and it just, I think it amplifies the experience and we just want to say thank you because, I mean, for the three of us, you let us take your daughter out for the day to go (laughs) shopping and it's just so nice and welcoming because not only are we experiencing such a unique culture like Venice, but we're also getting to experience kind of a 
community aspect that we've gotten to build as a class together because I honestly can say that some of the faces that I'm now going to look for on campus from this trip are not ones that I've ever seen before. Yes. And yeah. so I'm just so looking forward to everything that you guys have provided as big takeaways that I'm going to be able to have forever. And so I just, we, on behalf of us, yes. would like to say thank you because yes. it means the lot. Well, I hope that uh, we can get a guest shot on your podcast in the future. You'll have a shout out. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the Scott and Minaz podcast. This is our first one for 2022. Um, episode number 20. Who knows where we'll be next time? Back in New York. Thank you for listening. We did a food trip. Well, that was different. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what happened on that trip. What happened on that trip? They all got COVID, right? What happened? Like nine people got COVID. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was Richard okay? Oh, yeah. He, had, oh, okay. he got COVID for a little bit. Yeah. Everyone had travel insurance. So like, I think everything was paid in knowledge. All right, let's go. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to episode 21 of the Scott and Minaz podcast. It's much past the Ides of March, the very last days, pretty close to the 15th birthday of our beloved Rhea. Oh my God, when is Not it? really. And we are here to encapsulate two things. This is the response i guess to our last podcast of our good friends who were and students who were with us in venice and now they're here to sort of now that they've had time to sort of um, think about it we're going to talk about it but also there's a very important thing to happen today that we understand it's um, a, a colleague of all of these people a young man named Christian Gallant, who took his life. And we say his name. And we're going to talk about the impact of this tragic event on people who, who live and work in, and do their work in Manhattan College. Um, but we're going to talk about all these things. Well, let's talk about, for the moment the arc between the time we were in Venice to now and how it's affected our lives. And to, to start, we're going to talk to someone who actually wasn't on our last podcast. And he knows who he is. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight from the famous engineering department at Manhattan, Com <laughs> Manhattan College. It's none other than Sean. <laughs> and Sean, I'm asking you to give some thoughts on the impact of the Venice trip on you. Hey guys, thanks for having me. It's Sean from the engineering department. Um, to start with the Venice trip, I had a, a great time. Um, I had fun with both groups, you know, I had fun with the teachers, the locals. I had a blast. I'd advocate for anybody. I had a friend that was going to come with me to the Paris trip, but he didn't have his passport ready. So I went to the Venice trip alone, but I had a great time. 
I know anybody. Um, from from getting to the airport, JFK to leaving at the uh, luggage terminal, I had a blast. You know, some <laughs> days are better than others. It was foggy some days, but I I, I would say everyone should go abroad at one point. Uh, I'd recommend Venice, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can really go anywhere. Um, I never left the states, so Europe was so much fun. Um, I'll be honest, I like Germany. I want to see what that's about, but I mean, I like to say I stopped in uh, Amsterdam at one point. <laughs> so I tell people I went to Amsterdam and Paris and Italy, even though I was only in Paris for like six hours, and I got a hat. So <laughs> you know, like you know. I went there, but no, I really enjoyed it. I I thought I wouldn't in some aspects, like you know, the reading was you know the reading's reading. I didn't think I enjoy the the art shows and the the museums, but I I really did enjoy it. You know, I remember seeing all the uh, the little baby angels and whatever, and uh, the detail on some characters. I remember we were in a museum and there was like super detail on someone's foot, and that's just something that comes to me. You know, seeing the the glass be blown, and uh, seeing all the the colorful houses. What else? And the friends we make along the way. Right? I also remember the bar. I stole a bra one time on New Year's. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I really, I really didn't. What's that? I well, yeah, no, I I worked hard for my uh, my grades. No, I had a blast. I love the guest speakers. The the rabbi's wife came in. That was a blast. I knew about being kosher. I know it was like so in depth where it's like the different kitchens and all that. That's right. I, I learned more about being Muslim, you know, uh, like the religion and uh, the five pillars. I know about uh, that was exciting, uh, you know, and you could just. Anytime you can convert, there's no special rite of passage, and nothing's <laughs> nothing's forced on you. You don't have to convert. If uh, I forgot which one it was, if it's like if you're a male marrying a female, if you have to ask, or it's a. Anyways, <laughs> I had a great trip. Um, I'm gonna pass the phone on to back to the host, the best in the biz. <laughs> Before we go back to you, Minaz, um, I'm interested in the reaction of a a very. I just wanted to ask uh, someone who is into the hard sciences. 